The Road to Rediscovery is sponsored by BetterHelp. Let me ask you something. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? You know, for me growing up, feelings of anxiety, inadequacy, doubt, and even imposter syndrome got in the way uh, of me reaching my goals and reaching my full potential, right? So BetterHelp addresses these and more. It's not a crisis line and it's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't have to ever sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and, get this, financial aid is even available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. They mean it. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Road to Rediscovery. That's Better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And there's a special offer for our Road to Rediscovery listeners. Get 10% off your first month when you register at BetterHelp.com slash Road to Rediscovery. We're all on this journey of life together. And it sure feels good to know professional help is within our reach with BetterHelp. Again, that's Better H-E-L-P. Thanks to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Our lives are laid out on a road of bumps, turns, struggles, and more. How do we respond? How do we endure adversity for learning and growth? I'm Aubrey Johnson, and we'll explore these questions and more on the Roads Rediscovery. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Roads Rediscovery. I'm your host, Aubrey Johnson. The Road to Rediscovery is about reflecting on past life lessons to learn and grow from them, and of course, take it to the next level and uplift others who are struggling through dark times. My special guest is a certified global life and love trauma recovery coach, a certified clinical trauma and addictions professional, certified mindfulness coach, and a number one best-selling author. Not to mention, she's been a licensed mental health counselor for over 21 years. She's uplifting others in a major way, helping people overcome their past childhood or love relationship trauma to thrive, to heal, and to transform to live the life they deserve. She's been featured in Forbes, Wealth Insider, and she's the host of her podcast, Lessons in Life and Love. Let's welcome Rihanna Milne to the show. Hi, Rihanna. It's so great to have you here. How are you, Aubrey? Hi, everyone. So happy to be here. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Ready to dive into this great conversation. Let's if do it. Can, all right. If you can just start off with sharing with the listeners uh, where you're from, what was life for Rihanna growing up, uh, and, then, and then we can lead into uh, your story and inspiration for doing what you do. Okay. I'm a Philly girl. I grew up in the Northeast suburbs of Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, go Eagles. <laughs> and uh, I love that area because people are very friendly and outgoing and direct and, and just fun loving. So mm-hmm. that's still a very much a part of me being from that area. 
Um, why I got into this business, a lot of people want to know, like, why pick trauma? Uh, I was very bullied as a young girl from middle school, a little bit into high school. Mm -hmm. And I wrote my heart out and actually won a model and talent scholarship. And once I started modeling, that kind of saved me and raised my Mm self-esteem. And then I got to work with entertainers when I was young. So I loved doing that. And in my mid-20s, I had a model and talent agency in school where I was teaching them the mindset for success to reach their goals and dreams. And that was in Erie, PA, a very small town. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, they wanted to be in L.A., New York, around the world as models, singers, actors, dancers. And they did really well. So I always knew I wanted to be a counselor. I wanted to motivate people for change, to reach their goals, their dreams. So that was my younger years, and that's why I got into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started doing counseling in year 2000 after getting a triple master's in applied clinical and counseling psychology, mm-hmm. opened up my practice called Therapy by the Sea in Jersey, South Jersey. And But during that time, while you're growing a practice, you have to do other work, especially being a single mom. So I worked with a lot of people of trauma. I worked in mental health units with kids age five to 19. Mm-hmm. I worked at every grade level from kindergarten through college as a trauma counselor, working mm-hmm. with the emotionally upset. Mm-hmm. And I also worked in drug and alcohol rehab facilities with teens and women from the prison system. And I found despite the age, the race, the culture, straight or LGBTQ, it didn't matter. The top 10 childhood traumas were a huge impact on an adult's life, love relationship, and even in career. I see. I see. And, and yeah, I can, I can understand how, you know, uh, a childhood trauma can have such an impact um, on someone's uh, adult life. But, but to me, it's almost like the chicken or the egg, right? Because in some cases, some of these childhood traumas are so repressed. They're so immersed into this person's uh, being that it's, 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 it's probably perceived by them as something that has never occurred or never happened unless there's a series of activities and um, therapy and counseling and everything well, to where that bubbles this- up. Yeah, we call this their norms. Okay. Normal for them. Gotcha. And then as a child, they're actually described as coping mechanisms to survive their environment. Mm -hmm. For example, if they had an alcoholic mother who was very angry, the older daughter might get up and people please and do everything right to get the other siblings up, dress, feed them breakfast, get them off to the bus. So mom would not be yelling and screaming and maybe she'd get a compliment. Maybe she, you know, get a little love back, but her coping style was let me please this difficult parent and we'll survive all of us. Right. Then she also learned to be a caretaker. Now this woman growing up and marrying, I may hear from her later on and say, no one loves me. Like I love them. I do everything for my husband and my kids and they do nothing back for me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. that's where and she's not recognizing why, you know, what she's doing wrong. Right. Because in her mind, she's just serving, which is a nice thing to do. Sure. But when you do it to, you know, the, the place where you have no self-love or time mm-hmm. and you're always giving and never getting back, we have to readjust those boundaries. So that's really what's happening between, you know, these coping mechanisms 
and they are lodged in the unconscious. So gotcha. my work as a global coach is taking those unconscious norms, dysfunctional patterns that don't serve you, making you consciously aware. We always do the trauma healing work first. Yes. I, as a clinical trauma professional, I teach them all kinds of different techniques. And then if they're single, I teach them the exact dating skills they need to go date with empowerment, to be the chooser, to go date, to have fun, but really know what they're doing. No yes. longer using chemistry is a way to fall in love. And then for the couples who have like repetitive, toxic fighting, I have to break down and identify the childhood traumas for partner A and partner B, explain it to each other. Then we come up with a whole new way of communicating with respect, love, and empathy around those past traumas. Tremendous, tremendous. And, yeah. and, and in that work, it sounds like uh, you give them a whole new perspective and outlook on how to carry their relationship. Yeah, we didn't learn these relationship skills. And I did not learn any of this in my triple masters either. Mm -hmm. I came into doing uh, love trauma by having a partner that was a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. In other words, had a hidden personality type, but in life, you know what he showed, the Dr. Jekyll part, mm -hmm. everyone loved. He was socially outgoing, gregarious. We had a great relationship, fun. And he had this whole secret life that sabotaged him everywhere on the job, in mm -hmm. society, with a marriage. Mm -hmm. So I annulled that marriage, stood up as my own attorney and won the case, got my annulment. And then I said, I need to heal. Went to yes. seven therapy friends. Nobody could tell me what was going on. He's there. What's the matter with me? I sabotage everything I love. I said, I don't know. You know, I'm thinking through the DSM-4. What am I missing? What am I missing? There was nothing in there. Mm -hmm. And we also learned nothing on childhood trauma in my master's program. So this was just not out there yet. So that's what started my research for my own healing, because you can't right. change what you don't know or understand. Right. So over two years, this is what went into Love Beyond Your Dreams, that number one bestseller, mm -hmm. and then went on to create my coaching programs, which have 150 page notebooks. So that's... Um, how it all came together. So love trauma originates because you have unhealed childhood trauma. That's where it comes from. So, so there's the tie-in right there, right? There's the bridge. Yeah, that makes a, that makes a lot of sense. So uh, Rihanna, is, is there any opportunity to uh, proactively address this? In other words, um, um, how appropriate is it for giving therapy or counseling to a child um, going through childhood trauma? Okay, well, currently I only work as a coach. So that's how okay. I can work around the globe. I don't work as a counselor. If I did, okay. I could only do that in Florida. And the counseling model, so the listeners understand, is more about exploring your feelings and your emotions. Mm -hmm. Coaching is very active education. I have a curriculum. There's a program. They want change now. They want to go from now into their future. Yes. And not suffer anymore. And the counseling model is slower, exploring the feelings. That's so they're very different. Okay. Um, so primarily I do coaching. And um, the original question was, sorry. <laughs> no, the, uh, I was just wondering if there was a, an opportunity from a proactive standpoint to, uh, to, to, to counsel uh, children going through trauma. Oh, okay, for children. I work with those ages 16 and up. Uh, okay, I call gotcha. it life transition 
from mm-hmm. high school to college is a difficult transition. And those, you know, in their 20s that might not have gone to college feeling a little lost and those right. getting out of college and not finding work. Mm-hmm. So that's life transition coaching. Um, again, because, you know, I had one client say I was in seven years of therapy and learned more in one hour working with you than in that model. Wow. And the wow. reason was, is because it's not an educational model. Mm-hmm. Right. Coaching is very educational. And I use a lot of tips and strategies to teach them a lot. And we work on those together as a team. So, um, yeah, I don't use the counseling model for my trauma recovery work. I have to use the coaching model because it takes four to six months. It's not a quick fix there. You know how old you are is all that trauma. So if you're 50 years old, we have 50 years to get the unconscious out, aware, going into conscious awareness, changing up the mindset, any fear-based negative thinking, any anxiety, depression. So there's much to work on together. And then learning the skills to feel self-love, empowerment, and confidence uh, in relationships or in the dating world. So yeah, Yeah. I work with 16 and up. And when I was a counselor, for kids five and up, which I did do for 17, well, 17 years, I took that age group as well. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it was solution focused therapy that I used. Gotcha. I'm not one to drag things out when people are hurting, they want yeah. solutions. <laughs> oh, yeah, and they want it right away, right? Yeah, yeah. they just yeah. want to feel better, they want to heal. And, uh, and you certainly do that, uh, Rihanna. So um, <clears throat> the um, uh, there's a lot of reflection that, that it sounds like in the work that you do with your clients um, that, that, that you, you kind of direct them or guide them to, to, to see of their past, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of reflection, it sounds like, which is a big part of what this show is about. Um, what, type, what types of revelations as a coach um, have you seen uh, to where that proverbial light bulb just lights up, you know, where, where you're convinced they're starting to get it. They're turning the corner. Well, it all begins with diagnosing the top traumas that they have. Now the research shows childhood trauma goes through at least three generations. Mm -hmm. And I developed a childhood trauma checklist in year 2012. Mm -hmm. So when they see the top 10 traumas, they're like, oh my gosh, yes, this makes sense. I have five of these, or I have six of these. And then I talk about how they show up. Like, you know, pleasing the alcoholic mother, like the example I used. Right, right. Or trauma number seven, if they were bullied or felt not good enough, Mm -hmm. they might have, you know, through their school age years, been skinny and gawky and called a nerd, overweight and called chubby. They might have been the only African-American in an all-Caucasian school. Mm -hmm. They might have come out as gay and lesbian and not accepted for that. So no matter what the traumas were, I discover that and then I see what's happening in their adult life and I put the puzzle together. That's the first session. And everyone, that's when they say, oh my God, I learned so much in one hour. Mm. And that's my mm. introductory session. <laughs> so, I'm, you know, right away, once there's knowledge, there's power to change it. Without the understanding, you can't change it. You don't know what's wrong. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that 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 definitely makes sense. And and you 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 touched on an item that kind of hit home for me. <laughs> in mm-hmm. my middle school years, um, there was a there were two years where I was um, one of very very few Caucasians in my school, or 
African-Americans in an all Caucasian school, one right. of four. And um, there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of, uh, uh, a, a lot of experiences, I'll say, um, as a result of that uh, back in the late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so it's there, you know, yeah, for, for, yeah in many different, uh, different circumstances and instances. So um, let's talk a minute about mindfulness. Um, um, mindfulness is a, is a very important attribute, but it, uh, often it's kind of like a catchphrase that's tossed around, right? Um, can you unpack and get to the true hearts and, and essence of how you incorporate mindfulness to your clients when it comes to relationships, when it comes to healing, and those sorts of things? Yeah. Uh, mindset is the way you think, act, speak, behave 24-7. Mm-hmm. So no matter what challenge comes to you, your mind decides how you're going to react, positive or negative. Mm -hmm. Let's give an example. When COVID hit and everyone's there, okay, you're going to have to stay inside for 30 days. The majority of people went to fear-based negative thinking. Oh my God, am I going to die? Am I going to lose my job? I don't have (laughs) any money, right? Fear-based blah. Ah, so I'm there. Oh my God, I have 30 days extra. What am I going to do? Maybe I'll write a new program. Mm -hmm. So it's like, taking the challenge and living a what can I do kind of life. We let the transitions kind of roll off or we find the best, the good out of the bad. Mm -hmm. So it's the way of thinking and being 24-7. And the studies show eight out of 10 people have eight out of 10 negative thoughts. So most people, when they come to me, have very fear-based negative mindset that includes anxiety over a lot of things. Because let's say if they were um, married for 20 years, Mm. it's like, oh my God, now I got to go date. I don't know how to date. What do I do? I had a narcissist. Maybe I'm going to have another one of those again. So they're like so afraid Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that they're going to fail, right? So I have to really change that way of thinking and being and the trauma that's stored in the body, that fast reaction of like, no, I don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. This will be fun. So that's what I'm doing with, that's why it takes a long time to change up that fear-based reaction or toxic behavior patterns that, you know, are keeping you small, living a life you don't dream of. You know, that's why so many people stay in a job they hate for 20 years or afraid of the change. Right. 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 They crave the security more than they do the joy of work and finding purpose in their work. I do a lot of job coaching too, because a lot of people come and I'm like, well, how do you like your work? And it's, oh my God, I hate it. I said, well, Mm -hmm. that's 40 to 50 hours of your work. So if you hate what you do when you're coming home to a house where it's not very joyful, where are you finding happiness? I don't have happiness, right? So we have a lot of changing to do in the whole life coaching portion. I look at every segment of their life. And then the second part is about love and relationship. So uh, that's why the trauma piece and mindset piece has to be in place first Mm -hmm. before I can do the other. Mm -hmm. So now, you know, it's amazing when they, the notebooks, like 10 modules. So at the end, when we look at back at module two, where are they now and what are their goals? Yeah. Like all their goals are hit. They might've gone from, I don't have any friends. So I'm going to put the like 5%. I have one friend from high school. I talk to sometime. Now they've got eight friends. I love their friendship. They're out all the time, you know, and that went to 95%. So we see the percentages of change at the end from where they were in the beginning. Mm 
Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So um, I, I've oftentimes heard it also uh, referred to as uh, reframing, I guess, uh, when, when it comes to changing the perspective or mindset of a circumstance or an event. Um, yeah. 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 I call so, that re- rewriting the story of trauma. Gotcha. And, and like you said, it's a lot of work. It sounds like a lot to undo. Right. A lot to undo. But, you know, my people change right away. I teach them meditation. We Mm -hmm. do vitamin therapy, go into diet, sleep. I look at everything physically to make them physically feel better, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. getting the trauma out of the brain and the body cells. Yeah. And then they have the energy and the excitement to learn the other stuff because right away in 10 days, they're feeling better. The anxiety's gone. Depression is like not existing because you can treat with holistic remedies. None of my people are on psychotropic meds. They don't Amazing. need them. Yeah. Amazing. And, and I bet they just feel just a lightness in the air and how they walk and how they breathe and how they yeah. view the world today. And That's it's not tremendous. like we're not going to be challenged. We are challenged, but then well, we course. use very yeah. conscious yeah. awareness to say, okay, what can I yeah. do? I can try solution A. Right. That doesn't work. Solution B, yeah. plan B. And we just feel like we have a more calm empowerment over what happens, right? Yeah, so. yeah. no, for sure. Um, two more quick questions for you, Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing, I wanna, I wanna get your thoughts on um, mental health. Uh, it seems like over the past 10, 15, 20, um, even 25 years, uh, there's been, um, a, a broader awareness and acknowledgement of mental health in society um, mm. and, and traumatic experiences. Um, it's not the same as, uh, well, I'm 53. So my parents and their, you know, era, um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't present or prevalent. And right. now it's starting to become, you know, more of um, acknowledged. And so what, um, how do you feel the world is now and society is now? Do you think we're in a better place, at least acknowledging it first? Um, well, yeah, when I was yeah. growing up and I'm a bit older than you, when I was really bullied and coming home in tears, it's like, I want to go for counseling for help. My mom says yeah. no one in this family will ever go for counseling. Right, right. <laughs> Big embarrassment. Yeah, yeah. And then my childhood best friend was killed by a drunk driver and I was very oh, upset. I said, mom, I really need help in processing this. She goes, what did I tell you? None of us will ever go to counseling. Mm. So I turned to spiritual leaders in books, Deepak yes, Chopra, yes. Dalai Lama, Tony Robbins, yep. Wayne Dyer, Marion Williamson, all the spiritual leaders of that time. Mm-hmm. And that's where my spirituality started as a teenager and went into my 20s, which started the whole mindset for success mindset for me. That's how I, I learned see. it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, I've been using it over 40 years, you know, and teaching it. So that's super important to me. And yes, I only think the mental health has started coming out. Um, maybe when some of the sports figures started saying, I have a mental health issue or royalty came out, you know, and of course he's going to have childhood trauma. The the young prince whose mom was killed. Right. right? So I mean, these real life stories are saying, this is real, you know, we're not perfect. This happens, stuff happens to us and we need help in processing it. And that's even why as a counselor, I would never call my people uh, patients. 
because to me that, you know, it says that they're sick. They're right. like a patient in a hospital. No, they're not. They're a client of mine that's going through a hard time. That's 100%. it. So I have counseling clients and I have coaching clients um, because when I can empower them and help that particular situation or help heal the trauma because it originated from their past, right. now they're empowered to live the life that they desire. So that's the important part that, you know, sure, get help, but definitely research who are you going to? Do they have the ability to really help you? Just don't pick one out of the you know, a list right. or because right. your insurance company says, go to that one. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, it's really a um, important decision that you have someone super experienced in what it, you're, it is that you're looking for. Like people want to heal from trauma and they're going to a therapist for five years. Who's not a clinical trauma professional. Well, they didn't get those skills. Right. I didn't get those skills. I had to go back for CCTP to be a you know, professional trauma specialist. So, I mean, do your research on who you're going to invest in for either counseling or your coaching. Super important. Great advice. Great advice for sure. And I uh, wanted to ask you about, uh, you, you, ha you have live beyond your dreams and mm -hmm. love beyond your dreams. Yes. Both, both bestsellers. Um, if you can just give us some background, uh, high level background into the book. Um, what inspired you to write it? And, and, and what does it truly mean to love, for instance, for love beyond your dreams? Okay, let me start with live because that okay. came up first. Gotcha. Live beyond your dreams from fear and doubt to personal power, purpose, and success. Mm -hmm. That is all about the mindset for success. And when I had my talent and, uh, company, model and talent company from the age of 26 to 36, I was teaching wannabe actors, models, singers, dancers, how to make it in a big market. They were from Erie, PA. That's right. where my school was. And, you know, I, for example, I had a large size model and her family says, why are you throwing your money away on modeling? You're fat. Look oh. in the mirror, you know? Yeah. And she yeah. was a beautiful, great girl. And I said, Jennifer, you're size 23 right now. Can you work with me to get you to a 16, 18? Yes. Well, then she ended up working for Ford Special Sizes and made a fortune. Okay, so she had to go from those negative messages to this mindset, I am beautiful, I can do this because I dreamed to do it. Right. Right, and that's the same with my, my one, oh my God, my black singer, Leroy, who sang like Lionel Richie. He melted my heart. Mm. He ended up winning in the singing competition against 800 people in LA. And wow. when I met him, he spoke with a stutter. By the time he performed, the stutter was gone. So, Amazing. you know, mindset of I have the confidence to do this and speak who I am, right? right so right. beautiful soul. And my daughter is on three multi-platinum CDs with a top artist. And her own father says, you think you can sing? That's an effing joke. So, I mean, <laughs> so many kids get negative messages. My role as their talent agent yeah. and school director was to teach the mindset. So that's right. how everyone's there. Miss Rihanna, you got to put this in a book. I'm like, yeah, one day I'm too busy to write it. <laughs> yeah. That one is. And then after my love trauma, I was meditating. And in my meditation, I heard the message that you need to write the book on love. It'll be a number one bestseller. And I'm like, I don't want to write the book on love. I just got done live. It's a lot of work. You know? yeah, yeah. And I was preparing to move from Jersey to Florida. And I said, okay. If I'm going to do this, I have to do it from idea to completion within six months before I move. 
Yeah. Because once I move, I'm setting up a new practice. I won't have the time to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. The 400 page book, reaching, doing my goal setting system that I teach yeah. for mindset work from start to finish 400 pages showed up at my door in Florida, the sample book. And I'm like, I did it. I reached my goal. <laughs> and it's a phenomenal book. I read it sometimes. I'm like, this is really good. You know, cause once you edit it, go through yeah. the editing process, 16, 18 times, like you yeah. get the book, you don't even read it. It's like, oh, good, it's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Put then you pick it up years yeah. later, and it's like, oh, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, that book on love is uh, 350 professional sources cut into it, you know, mm-hmm. so it's not just Rihanna's opinion. It's from professional sources that have been out there for years about what is an emotionally healthy, evolved, and conscious relationship. And that is a relationship that my clients learn and are seeking when they're out there in dating world. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, a very um, ambitious uh, timeline <laughs> for, from uh, idea to completion, for sure. And, uh, and, and wow, uh, just it sounds like there's a tremendous amount of professional experience that's, uh, that, that's powered um, behind that book. So thank you for sharing uh, that with us, Rihanna. Can you share with the listeners how they can follow you, connect with you, learn more about the great work you're doing, and maybe even pick up a copy of your books? Sure, sure. It's real easy. Go to my website. It's my name, RihannaMilne.com. And on there, you'll find a free ebook on how to have the love you deserve by healing childhood trauma. It's like 32 pages. Then under the books section, you can get the first 60 pages of live and love. So print those off yeah. and I have four free love tests and uh, for singles and couples. What else do I have? A podcast access, but my podcast is lessons in life and love. It's on every platform. I have like 110 shows on my YouTube channel. I have like 250 educational videos and audios. Wonderful. Wonderful. Rihanna, thank you so much for this great conversation. I really, really, really appreciate uh, your time and appreciate your insights for the listeners. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I hope it's been helpful. Oh, tremendously helpful for sure. So at this point, we'd like to go into a segment I call Three for the Road. And in Three for the Road, I ask three random yet thought-provoking questions where I encourage my guests to answer in five words or less. So what do you say, Rihanna? You think you're up for it? Let's go for it. All right, let's go for it. Here we go. And by the way, my questions are not cookie cutter, okay? Mine are customized based on the expertise and the background of my guests. Okay. Okay. All right. So question number one, start us off with three for the road. What does it mean to live beyond your dreams? It means reaching your goals, Mm -hmm. finding the delight and celebration that goal and doing the next one. So you're always living a purpose-filled, empowered life. And that's not five words or less, but... That's okay. You hit a groove and I'm feeling it. <laughs> okay. <so> sorry. <laughs> nope. You hit a groove and I'm feeling it. Yeah. So th- thank you. Okay. That. Yeah, that it's, it's still succinct and it still drives the message home. So thank you okay. for that. Awesome. Uh, question number two. It's pretty simple. It's a fill in the blank. Okay. <laughs> to have personal power is to have... Mindset for success. Mindset for success. Love it. Uh, Mindset for success. Four words. Okay. Okay. (laughs) One to spare. That's awesome. All right. And uh, question number three, topping us off for three for the road. 
what can our relationships with others tell us about ourselves? You may need more healing. You may need more healing. That's five. Okay. That's just <laughs> yeah. my answer off the top of my head. Yeah. 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 If you struggle, um, just to explain that, if yeah, please people do. who have what we call relationship repetition syndrome, so they had a toxic marriage and they go out and have a, a boyfriend that's verbally abusive and then they go out and have another guy that's abusive. Mm -hmm. That's repeating the pattern. That's a sure sign that you need healing from your childhood trauma. Your unconscious is pulling you and attracting you to the wrong people. Mm -hmm. You're falling mm -hmm. in love due to chemistry. And it's a very uh, destructive, hurtful pattern for people. And you don't need to continue to do it. There is real healing from that. Gotcha. hundred percent. I appreciate the clarity and the, uh, the, the elaborate elaboration on that for sure. sure. All right. Well, Rihanna, thanks again for coming on the show. Uh, I had a great time. Uh, you've shared some tremendous insights for the listeners. Again, really appreciate you having here. Have you Thank seen? you, Aubrey. I want to encourage everyone. Now is the time to create that life you desire and to have the love you deserve. Don't wait. Don't wait, everyone. You heard it right here. Live the life you deserve. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening to the show. Also, as a quick reminder, the Rediscover Roadmap digital course is now available. That's right. This course shows you how to take an introspective approach to your personal accountability by driving and navigating you through the four pillars of personal growth. That's self-awareness, humility, gratitude, and service to others. For a free preview, and to register, just visit roadsrediscovery.com slash course. That's road, the number two, rediscovery.com slash course. But more importantly, if you know a loved one or, or, or a coworker or a colleague who is going through some dark days, dark times of despair, they seem to be at the end of their rope, not sure where to turn or where to go. I humbly ask that you share this show with them because on the road to rediscovery we want our listeners to know two things number one you're not alone and number two there's always hope the road to rediscovery it's a movement a revolution and guess what you are now part of it we're all roadies on this journey of life and it sure feels good having you on the journey with me thanks again for listening we'll chat again soon we really hope you enjoyed this episode of The Roads Rediscovery. We'd love to hear from you. Shoot us an email at roadsrediscoverypodcast at gmail.com and leave us any questions or comments you may have. The Roads Rediscovery is an AJ Shark production.